Welcome to Throwback to School. This is the podcast where we talk about stuff that we liked in back in high school, and we'll tell you if it's any good anymore or not. And I am Andrew, and my co-host is Liza. Liza. Hey, what Liza. Up, what up? 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 How are you? Uh, I'm feeling great. It's smelling like summer outside, and I like it. Mmm, summer. Yeah. <laughs> Take a big whiff of that summer air, baby. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I've got a flat-brimmed hat on, so I'm feeling very yeah. stylish and cool. Quite snazzy. Quite snazzy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a Seattle, Washington sub-pop. Sub-pop. Mm-hmm. Cap mm-hmm. bought at the airport. Oh, like a true tourist. Like a true tourist. We were go- leaving Seattle on our way to. I, I forgot they have a sub pop store in at the, the airport. airport. Yeah, it's, it's so random. It's very weird. But I bought this and a cool T-shirt there on the way to somewhere else. <laughs> Not even on your way back. As like a, oh, I'm finally yeah, home. Back in Seattle. No, or I you bought- were leaving and you were thinking I got a rep. Exactly. Wherever you were exactly. going. We went to, I think we were going to Ohio and I forgot to buy a hat. You definitely need to rep Seattle So I bought this Ohio. hat, this sub pop hat. And then I also bought a, I think it's like a, like a, a silhouette of the s- skyline of Seattle, mm-hmm. but like with the kingdom and the space needle. So it's like older Seattle mm. and it's a yellow shirt with green print and it looks pretty cool. Does it look like Sonic's? It's. I think it's supposed to be Sonic Colors. Mm. It's pretty cool. Uh, Very cool. This moment is way brought to, to you by yeah. Sub Pop. Yeah, so go to your local Sub Pop shop, especially if you're in the airport, and say hello from Throwback to School and get no discount. <laughs> and go to subpop.com slash not us. Yeah, subpop.com slash store and then buy stuff and then you Full do, price. And then pay full price, yeah. Don't tell them it's from us or they may charge you more. Um, Liza... Today we watched a little movie a called Little Movie. A little movie called Wally. Wally from 2008. We did a Pixar movie, mm-hmm. and you Pixar it to watch today. Yes, I did Pixar it. Why this movie? I picked uh, Wally because it's a great movie. It is a great movie. <laughs> it is like. Uh, I, it's been a couple of years since I'd seen it, and I was wondering how I'd take it watching it again today. It's so good. It's very good. I um, was scrolling through my IMDb app on my phone. I As you do every day. <laughs> I mean, pretty First much. First app every morning. <laughs> What's new on IMDb? Um, I was actually trying to think of more things to uh, talk about on mm. throwback to school and um i don't like systematically write things on imdb but i will randomly sometimes and i used to do it more sure and so you can go when you have an account on imdb you can go to like see what you've rated uh-huh. and so i went to that to see what were my top like what i've rated 10 out of uh-huh. 10 out of 10 in the past, and uh, I was looking for something that came out during the time that I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I found Wally. Wowie! That I rated ten Wally. out of ten. Wally! Wowie! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And because Wally came out in 2008, it uh-huh. was perfect. Perfect. And then I texted you and you were like, yes, please. Yes, please. Um, did you see Wally in theaters? I did. Um, did you see it here or in France? No, I saw it here. Part of the cool part of com- one of the cool things of coming here every summer uh-huh. was so I don't know if it's the case anymore, but even all the way through high school, France would get mo- American movies like two months in the theaters after they came out here. Sure. Um, so coming here during the summer, I would get to, to see, see first. first. And then brag to your friends in France. Yes, exactly. Um, no, because nobody cared that much, <laughs> actually. Uh, I didn't have ner- very ner- movie nerdy friends in high school. Ugh. How did and you even get by? I I got the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? You don't want to talk about Pixar movies for oh. hours and hours? Bye-bye. Uh, toodles. <laughs> cool. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> um, I was curious. One of the questions that I thought of, and now I realize is null and void, because I thought maybe you'd seen this in France. Mm. Um, the first, like... 20 minutes is there's no dialogue mm-hmm. in this in the first like 20 25 minutes of the movie like literally they like wally makes some like whoa noises but no like mm-hmm. dialogue and then when the first character gets introduced maybe 20 like the second character i should say gets introduced like 20 minutes into the movie they sort of have like one word dialogue between the two of them which is just saying their names and then she says directive mm-hmm. and i was curious like as a not native english speaking person if that sort of thing maybe appeal to you more but i think by then you were probably speaking pretty fluent english uh you know not uh let's see in 2008 i was uh 15 okay no sorry 17 Uh (laughs) uh-huh math is hard oh to be 17 again (laughs) and i mean i could understand it well but uh there's a lot of things that i would need subtitles for and i didn't speak it great uh-huh. I, and it's one of those things if if things on movies didn't have an american accent mm-hmm. and an american accent from seattle which is like standard tv hollywood-esque it's a little like this bro <laughs> then anything outside like if it, it was someone like a southern person sure. or someone with a like english was not their first language uh-huh. accent uh it would get really hard really quick sure. or if they were from england like uh-huh. i and yeah what language do they even speak in english i don't know english Ang- english <laughs> i heard they speak english over there so having a movie that has less talking i think was even more fun because mm-hmm. all you pick up on is just visual cues yeah it's basically watching a silent movie for a good chunk of it um but then and i think that's the appeal with pixar being so famous and yeah. throughout the world is that even i mean they will translate them and i guess dub them is it dubbing when it's an animated yeah it'd be dubbing yeah um but a couple of years later it became dub stepping <laughs> hello a uh, bye bye <laughs> <laughs> oh no I'm going to do like high school and we're done here. (laughs) Um, But you, they're just so good at making visual, like just emotions more visual than like in the talking because it's Uh like they kind of started as movies for kids 
ish um that it's perfect to translate with other cultures Mm -hmm. because you don't need as much um talking well this is such a non i mean even when they do get to some dialogue when they get on the spaceship later in the movie spoiler alert for wally um there's not i mean there's still not a ton of dialogue even then like there's a few conversations between people yeah in it but for the most part it's like it's pretty robots making beeps and boops and saying Mm -hmm. their own names Mm -hmm. so it's it's there's not a ton of verbal dialogue to follow yeah no and and that's why it was great um i remember seeing it in theaters the the that's i think that's one of the reasons why i loved pixar like the first because they would always come out during the summer yeah so the summer releases so it was like one of the cool things to come here like every summer there would be a pixar movie to go see in theaters yeah um and it's it it was always visually amazing so even more of a reason to see in the theater Mm -hmm. and yeah it was like an event every summer like oh what's gonna be the pixar movie this summer like so much fun it's still the case i mean they don't release as it feels like they don't release as often as they, they don't release do. as often and i also think that um they don't necessarily always release in the summer like i think that's true they have like the good dinosaur i think came out in november is that a pixar i thought it was disney that's a pixar oh yeah they have christmas releases too sometimes i yeah. think um but uh and yeah they when they started being a little bit more merged with Disney, I feel like they don't release as much because they release Disney movies. It's like every other year or every third year or something yeah. because a Disney movie comes out instead. Mm-hmm. Um, when was what was the last Pixar movie that came out? Um, Incredibles two. I guess it would have been Incredibles two. Yeah, because hmm. Toy and Story four is gonna be the next one, and that's next month. That's next month. What, then, an original story, though, like not the last a original sequel. one would have been shoot. It's not Inside Out, is it? Maybe it is Inside Out. Hold oh on. boy, hold up! Consult the internet. Okay, okay, go ahead. Um, Keep talking. I'll look this up. Well, I just um, wanted to start with some facts about the movie because I wanted to look at the trivia on IMDb, uh, and this movie was uh, the got the oscar best animated movie of 2009 and oh, coco came out last oh, 2017 yeah that would okay. have been the last okay. original one 2017 that was two years ago that was late 2017 that was a christmas or like uh, a thanksgiving release right around because they it was right after uh dia de los Muertos, probably yeah yeah that was a great movie that was really good. really good um but yeah uh wally got best animated movie with the Oscars and with Golden Globes mm-hmm. in 2009. Um, and then the other cool fact is that uh, the two main guys that made the movie mm-hmm. or like created the story spent their like 18 months while making the movies, like studying and watching a bunch of silent films, mm-hmm. which I thought was really smart. It's um, really smart. And like, it's so well done it shows, in the movie. Cause yeah. like, you you are on this like desolate earth with Wally mm-hmm. for the first 20 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. He's the only character on screen other than like a cockroach that mm-hmm. he makes friends with. Mm-hmm. But he's so expressive in his like as this little boxed robot, he's so expressive in his body language that you're never like bored watching it. No. Like he's so 
expressive and curious and you're just like watching him sort of like discover things yeah it's like watching a little kid too yeah he has a very um innocent naive way to look at things mm-hmm. and he he's amazed at everything like he yeah. he'll collect so he's supposed to um clean the earth and he's for a anybody that robot, don't know what yeah. wally is about it's uh sort of post-apocalyptic ish like all humans have left the earth because it was and not habitable anymore right they're living on a spaceship and they're they created these small robots shaped like wally um to and clean up after us yeah all the garbage so that and when we eventually come back we have a habitable clean planet exactly and it was supposed to be a temporary somewhat short maybe five year period yeah. um turns into seven hundo oh baby um and while wally is doing his job and you realize through the like silent first 20 minutes while he's like roaming through the planet doing his job and you see his routine um of getting up in the morning and and going outside with his little um cooler that he uses as like a bag to collect things and his little cockroach pet friend and um he makes the cubes of garbage and then stacks them he's supposed to do that and but every time he finds an object that is like interesting to him he Mm -hmm. keeps it and so his like little home that he made for himself inside a bunker of sort is like filled kind of like um what's her face ariel from the little mermaid where she collects all these objects that like to us seem like well that's just look at this stuff garbage isn't it neat thingamabobs and doodads or whatever she call him calls him <laughs> I, there's a there's a funny um i forget who the comedian is but they're making some joke about that movie where like in the song she's going walking around on their what do they call them feet, feet. and you know, it's just like and he's just like quit wasting our time and just call whatever it is in your stupid mermaid language like don't like <laughs> Don't make us sit there and like scream at the at the screen like it's feet. She does it twice too. Yeah. She does it with feet and fire. Yeah. What is it called? <laughs> Whatever it is that you think it is, just say it and then we'll know. Um and so he collects things and and that seem very trivial to us, but there's like a spork. Yeah. And um there's very cute little kind of social commentary cues mm-hmm. with like Oh yeah, these objects that like seem very trivial to us yeah. are like treasures to him. Um, he is roaming the Earth, cleaning it up uh, one day, and uh, another spaceship lands. arrives and lands, and another very different looking robot comes out of the spaceship. That's Eve, extraterrestrial vegetation evaluator, EVE, and. Did you know? Do you know what Wally stands for? I don't. I found it out. Uh-oh. Do you want to know? Yeah. Waste allocation load lifter. What's the E? Extraordinaire. Uh, Expert. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> it stands for. I don't e know why anyway. I forgot it. It was. It's on IMDb. It's one of the trivia. If you want to find out. Um, well, IMDb. <laughs> prepare for a lengthy email (laughs) uh wait from us or from the fans both Um, let's start a writer letting campaign from our fans about this the fact that i forgot to write down the Mm -hmm. trivia bit yeah cool 
and he finds Evie, Eve, um, who is a robot sent from the people on the spaceship um, to look at the Earth and see if there's any plants or if the Earth has gone better since they left. Um, and the cuteness ensues of Wally just falling in love with Eve or Eva, as he calls her. Isn't it cute? So cute. Um, I think it was so smart that basically this whole movie is like a futuristic, right? Like it's in the future. Uh, stuff on Earth is disgusting and post-apocalyptic. But then when you go to space, halfway through the movie, you do end up in space to go see the humans. And everything is like very futuristic. Everyone is on like floating chairs and... Uh, watching things on screens are delivered to them and and robots rule the everything like they don't have jobs because robots do everything and Mm -hmm. all of that kind of trope of the future looking like that um but they use all of these like to tell the story they use all of these super nostalgic like old school things like all the music is either from like 1940s 50s musicals or um old like 30s songs and uh and that might be to to the fact that they were trying to mimic like silent movies and stuff but uh i just think it was so smart it's because it doesn't feel like um blade runner Mm-hmm. Like, you know not everything like they they kept this like sweet nostalgic feeling about it even though we're watching something that is science hasn't fiction. happened with us like yeah. we're not watching something that we know this is all new information but they created these like emotions that are very like real and um sweet mm-hmm. with all of these other tropes and i i just think they're so smart it's a very smart i mean like it is i was reading up a bit on the trivia myself and mm-hmm. it is heralded as like the best movie of that year of 2008 yeah and like i think one of the like 10 best movies of all time or something like that or like one of the 100 best movies of all time or of the 21st century yeah yeah um time listed it as in the list of the best movies of the decade and in 2016 was voted 29th among 100 films considered by the to be the best of the 21st century whoa so that is i mean that's That's some serious 12 years after it was made right that's i mean it is like you know we'll get to it we kind of do our eight years yeah math is really hard today math is super hard um (laughs) i mean we'll get to when we kind of talk about the final evaluations but like it is such a good movie the first time i saw it i thought it was just like gorgeous and like a beautiful story Mm -hmm. and watching it again today it's i mean it's just it's so good yeah it's so relatable and um it's very funny and sweet yeah uh, and i'm pretty sure the first time i probably cried the first time i saw it i almost cried again today yeah yeah it's so cute and like i don't it's just kind of amazing that they get to like express so many emotions through robots yeah and then at the end i didn't even like catch it until at the end when uh they go back to earth and eve is trying to fix wally because he got attacked by the meanie of the the bad guy the autopilot yeah yeah and so he's like unconscious and she fixes him up she changes his parts and then uh reboots him and when she reboots him he doesn't 
at first. He doesn't come back as his personality. He gets reset pretty much. Yeah. He and so I didn't even like because you don't see another Wally type of robot active. Like you see them in the background all broken up. Like he's the last one that kept on Mm -hmm. all the other ones like either run out of battery or they malfunctioned or something um and they do this thing where they like it's all about the eyes like he's got these two kind of um independent eyes Mm -hmm. but on a like quote-unquote normal wally yeah it's like they're they're kind of fixed like yeah. they're they're independent but they're still like stuck together and they're there's no eyelids and they they're just like blank stare yeah and she he doesn't recognize her at first which makes her really sad and just that moment is just like ah bro like just pixar just shot in my heart yeah and uh then she he finally like gets conscious again or i don't know how you want to explain that yeah but how they change it is that they use the independent eyes back to like his emotional stuff where they kind of like go up and down and on their own they sort of like serve as eyebrows the way yeah. that his eyes kind of move yeah exactly and then he has eyelids so then even more expression in terms of like big eyes little eyes tired yeah like, that's how you're like he's emoting through his eyes and and evie does the same she's just like she's like if if Wally is like an old Windows um, laptop, like Dell or something, mm-hmm. Evie is like the brand new iPhone. Yeah, like she's all digital, everything. She bar- she she's basically one blob and has arms that sort of come out sometimes. She's floating everywhere. She's very multifaceted. Like she looks very like sleek and smooth, mm-hmm. but can also like pull a gun out of nowhere yeah. and just like shoot like a freaking terminator like um and then they do the same where her emotions also come out through her eyes but it's like digital so mm-hmm. it's just like a screen with a bunch of dots pixelated and yeah and so they can do anything on the screen if they want to um but with well i just think it's like so genius yeah to be able to like animate an object to make you feel like it's a human mm-hmm. i'm just amazed at that yeah pulling when you, on the heartstrings when you saw it did you i mean you know you saw it two months before like, all your friends in france did you go back to france saying wait until you see this in two months i think i probably tried to tell a couple of my friends like i said i don't i was definitely like i would tell my mom or like my i had family members that were really into like pretty dorky like nerdy about movies and mm-hmm. stuff and like excited for them to come out and stuff like that like, that's a thing in my family but a lot of my friends didn't care that much yeah um or that's not the type of movie they would be into like pixar i feel like for a lot of families in france still is still viewed as like a kid thing sure even though it's not <laughs> um like there's so many layers to how they write the movies yeah so feels very much a kid movie as much as an adult movie do you want to guess where in the top 10 of movies that year at least from high grossing not critically but successful and money Mm. how this did out of 10 that out of 2008 yeah well it depends what came out the rest of that year it probably but it's pixar they always make good money especially then with like not 
too much streaming mm-hmm. involved. Um, I'm gonna say number three. Incorrect. Oh, Is lower, lower, lower. Mm-hmm. What six? Lower. What number ten? No. Oh. What is it? Number nine. Number nine? Who's number one? Number one is The Dark Knight. Made almost a billion dollars. Oh, duh. That was the other movie that I offered you to watch. (laughs) Um, The rest of the movies, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Ooh, why? Because it's an Indiana Jones movie. Nobody knew it was going to be garbage garbage when they went and saw it. Nobody knew that the the treasure was knowledge. Um, Number three is Kung Fu Panda. Okay, I mean, I like Kung Fu Panda. Number the first f- one? Mm-hmm. Oh. Number four is Hancock. Another movie that I don't I for- think... I forgot about that movie. I know. Another movie people didn't realize was going to be total trash. Um, <laughs> number five is Mamma Mia. Oh, God. Number six is Madagascar 2. Oh. Number seven was Quantum of Solace, the most boring James Bond movie that's ever existed. Oh, it's a James Bond movie? Um, number eight is Iron Man. The first you one? That? Yeah. Before they were like the juggernaut of all movies and every <laughs> every box office. That was office. probably the last year that DC made more money than Marvel. Yeah, probably. Um, number nine, Wally, and then number ten, The Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. That's the second one. I think it's the third one, because the isn't it? The Witch and the Wardrobe is the first one. I thought Prince Caspian was the second. Maybe one. you're right. And then know. what's the what was the third one? The, did they ever make a third one? They did, and it was the shoot. Lion Heart. The Lion Heart. No, it was like the the Dawn Trader. <laughs> Dawn Trader or something like that. I don't know. Fuck. I'm not a Narnia head, so I, I have no idea. I honestly don't remember the anyways, movies very well. Anyways, um, um so that's Banane. That Pixar is only ninth. They yeah. make so much money. That was a big year though, because like yeah. Dark Knight almost like I said, Dark Knight almost made Dark a billion was dollars. A huge, yeah, huge I mean like you. Was Harry Potter done done by then? No. There no. wasn't a Harry Potter release. There wasn't that a year. Harry Potter that year. Maybe. Let no. Check. It was Dark Knight. They the year after that, the first part of the last mm. installment, I think, came out. Cause I was working at the IMAX theater then. The only way I could see um a harry potter movie not making the top 10 is if maybe it came out in like december right which some of them did i think but then they i think the first few ones came out during fall winterish okay time but then the last few came out during the summer yeah um because they were do yeah because so must have just there must have just not been one that year no i don't think so um dark knight wow Mama yeah i mean mia um the Prince Caspian movie made almost half a billion dollars, and that was number ten. So, like, it was a big year for movies. How it much just, did Wally make? Wally made over half a billion. I think it was like five. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's five just thir- for ticket sales because that's then, box office, yeah. And like probably just first weekend. That's how no, that's count. that's that's total or box the, office. Oh, okay, total bo, tbo, <laughs> insider pew term. pew. Yeah, insider term. Uh, that's some bad bo. <laughs> Um, does it tell you like worldwide how much it made? That is a worldwide box office. I can, let me go to, hold on. Interesting. I can get the worldwide number Um, in a second. But I'm surprised that Kung Fu Panda made that much money since it was like the first one of the series. 
Because, like, a lot of these are top because they're already known things. Like, Batman. Of course, everyone is going to go see a Batman thing. And everyone knows what Pixar is. Mm -hmm. And Marvel was pretty popular by then. Um, So, worldwide, it was 533. Domestic, it was 223. Foreign was 309. Yeah, they usually... Um, Hollywood makes more money abroad than they do in the U.S. Yeah. Um, Wow. Wowie. That is a lot of money. Yeah. Wowie. Wow, wow. Um, So let me ask you. Uh Oh. (laughs) Now you're getting grilled. Um, You like this movie when you're in high school. Uh Uh-huh. We have sat here gushing about it for almost a half hour, so I assume (laughs) I know the answer to this. But watching it again today, how did you feel about it and... Did you, do you, like, do you have any comparisons between now and then in your yeah, feelings for it? Yeah, I think the only thing that is different watching it now, and I haven't, I don't know that I've seen it, if I've seen it bef- between, like, watching it in theaters 11 years ago uh-huh. and watching it today, I might have seen it once in between, and yeah. it was a while ago, um, is watching it now, the the portrayal of the people being all, like, chubby yeah is it makes me feel uncomfortable a little bit and because it doesn't feel that far off from what is probably in our future oh well it's more like when it came out i feel like it was more the whole like fat joke yeah was more appropriate then or like like more accepted or not accepted like you mean like fat shaming yeah exactly sure exactly like fat shaming was like okay to do or not it was never okay but just like it wasn't in the zeitgeist that like no that's offensive that's interesting i'm and not like nowadays watching it now i i not that I, it's fully like the i don't think they're making fun of yeah, fat yeah, people yeah. there's not a true like fat joke mm-hmm. but there is something about it that makes me feel like um I, I i don't know i would like to hear other people's opinions about it being yeah. like well is this a can this be offensive or is it just funny like it's interesting i don't and i don't think it's played for laughs in the movie like Mm -hmm. i don't think you're supposed to look at them and be like oh my god Mm -hmm. i think the idea in it and i'm not trying to explain away your feelings but um i i think that the 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 idea behind it was we are showing you what like the consumer culture that we that we currently live in like we are on track for this Mm -hmm. we're like robots will do everything for us. We'll have yeah, these we're automated chairs. We don't move anymore. So that like the idea is like eventually you would just become like like your bones would just like you would be the idea of standing would be foreign to you. Right. Because everything comes so easy. Excuse me. Um that you would just yeah, you would sit in a chair and you would just sort of accumulate body mass mm-hmm. on your bones. There's also the aspect of like consumerism even with objects like they're they've created so much trash because of like not reusable materials Mm -hmm. like they're drinking out of plastic jumbo whatever slushy cups with plastic straws like back to back to back as opposed to just using dishes or Mm -hmm. you know just reusable materials and yeah i'm not even like talking about compostable things like just reusable materials and um I like that to me. I feel like I remember when it first came out feeling like 
yeah like the, it we is, gotta it, do something like we're already there in that yeah. way like we are creating so much trash mm-hmm. that we don't know what to do with and yeah. that it's very problematic for mm-hmm. everyone and it's becoming more and more of a present issue yeah. that we need to deal with and um so that almost like feels very like oh yeah remember when yeah. we didn't care about trash like yeah. and we didn't recycle mm-hmm. or whatever you know and especially in our Seattle bubble where like right. everyone has to compost and recycle and you know you have yeah. all these rules um but there's yeah there's there's something about the visual aspect of like having everyone be a blob mm-hmm. like yeah it i remember it being really funny but not in a making like just like cute like everyone yeah. is just so cute and mm-hmm. like cuz like it's funny. This movie has a bunch of humans and none of them are bad people. Yeah. Which you, I feel like you kind of, that's the twist of the movie is that you're, you're waiting for something bad to happen and you're waiting for a bad guy or yeah. whatever. Uh, some kind of antagonist mm-hmm. because that's how you tell a story. And I think that was the twist, right? It's sort of like, because they're pulling kind of a, um, what is it? Uh, Odyssey 2000. Thing oh, uh, or, Space Odyssey. Yeah. We're, you're you're thinking like oh maybe the captain is going to be a bad guy or maybe the the humans are not going to go want to go back to earth yeah. because they're too cushy comfy in their like sedentary life and no it's just like a r- robot yeah is not wanting to, is is has just it's following its orders of like keeping you control. cannot go back to earth right and uh it's yeah i think more like ultimately i still feel the same about the movie it's a 10 out of 10 it's beautiful visually and and just the story is amazing and the characters and all of it is great the music and um and it's still super relevant Mm -hmm. like yeah 11 years later we're still kind of in the same boat um but yeah that was the only chunk that i like i felt different watching it now that's interesting like i was just like I wonder if this is going to come out. Like if I dug into the internet, I would see a lot of people talking about hmm. that aspect of the okay. mo- movie being problematic, but I, I don't know. Maybe not. I Maybe I'm just being too much of a snowflake. No, I, reading I, too much. I know it. That's definitely true. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that's a valid critique of the movie, even though I, you know, like I think that it could be explained away in that there, that it wasn't directly like a, Look at all these fat people on right. screen. It was more like a, um, you know, this is this is the path that we're on, and mm-hmm. this is eventually where humanity will get if you let us become too comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, that's interesting. I I guess I hadn't really even thought about it, mm-hmm. and even watching it, I didn't even have that thought. So oh. I guess you're just more sensitive than me, and a nicer person well, than me. So I guess, or I'm just too sensitive, and <laughs> I need to just toughen up. A no, bit. no. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that this is. What would you give it out of? five little robots out of five little um wallies i mean give it a 10 out of 10 i um, don't know why i'm asking but no i I give it a five out of six out of five (gasps) wow (gasps) broke the scale how about you um it is such a gorgeous movie and it hold like the one thing is like if you watch you know like i think even if you had gone back and watched toy story one in 2005 you'd be like wow this animation does not hold up very well mm-hmm. and this movie is now 11 years old and hold on i need to pause the podcast somebody's knocking at the door 
And we're back. Um, uh, some weirdos knocking on the door asking if I was a Kevin. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I'm not a fucking Kevin. Um, <laughs> ew. Ew. It would never be a Kevin. Um, so, uh, you know, going back 10 years, I think like the animation definitely holds up. Like I was yeah. not looking at it being like, whoa, this like, I think maybe in some of the like people you could say like, oh, this looks a little dated because it's just sort of like, you know, it's like very smooth and doesn't, there's not a lot of detail to the, to the people when you're looking at them. Where, mm-hmm. Whereas I think if they made it today, there would be a little more detail in the faces and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, but do you think that's also part of the, part of that particular movie? Cause they spent so much time detailing every single robot. Yeah, like yeah, we yeah. just talked about Wally and Eva, but then there's, all of the oh, other yeah, there's tons robots, of robots with jobs, in it, yeah. and each one of them has a different look to them, and those have a lot of detail. And it, no, I agree with you. Like either way, it the way they're drawing, they drew the people in this movie mm-hmm. is very different than other Pixar movies sure. that came after that, where yeah. it's like little you know freckles, yeah. and like each person is very different and has right. its own look. So I think like in in its animation, it still holds up really well. Like, I think, like I was saying, like, if you'd seen this, if you'd seen Toy Story in 2005, you'd be like, whoa, dated, this looks old. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, Wally, if you watched it today, you wouldn't, like, necessarily guess it was made in 2008. Yeah. Um, it looks beautiful. The story is great. Yeah, I think it's a five out of five. Yeah. It is such a good movie. Um, the music is really good in it. Um, I you know part of it is the soundtrack is like borrowed from old show tunes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I think and Hello musicals. Dolly specifically, mm-hmm. but um, it's such yeah the music that they created for the movie is really good. The soundtrack is great. I just think it's such a good movie. Yeah, five out of five. I have a question for you. Okay, do you think um, Wally is the original Groot? Interesting. No, because I think he like the original Hodor. I think that can all go back to pokemon oh of seeing but there's also like or no so yes sorry finish your thought no it's good that was my thought that like i think the the one name like the character doesn't speak the only thing they say is their own name but he also says eva's name and moe's name so that's true he's not just saying wally to everybody yeah but he doesn't but when he's trying to say something he uses his name i think but like he usually uses his name in a way of introducing himself oh, okay. because otherwise he goes like whoa oh yeah that's true he has like animatopias yeah yeah well so, nice you think nice of- <laughs> try to like try and bust uh uh game of thrones and whatever guardians, uh, of the galaxy. guardians of the galaxy but uh nice try you done the other thing that I realized this time is that Wally reminded me of E.T. a lot. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I don't think I put that together the first time. Uh, just the way, like, I think it's just like the way he moves. Like, he's very, like, kind of heavy at the bottom uh-huh. and small at the top. And he just kind of like scurries around and has a long neck that he, like, cricks around mm-hmm. for when he's, like, hiding behind something or when he's scared or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just feel like I think this time around I saw all of the influences that the creators might have had mm-hmm. growing up or like what they pulled from besides the the musicals and the silent films like there's very obvious um, uh, like homage or, or references to mm-hmm. other things that are space related um, and I think that that's the other thing that 
is slightly different watching it this time. Sure. That I don't think I would have picked up. I didn't pick it on, pick it up on. Yeah. Uh, the first time. Cool. Then I saw it. Yeah. It was great. It was great. Pixar, you done it again. Pixar, you done it again. Mm-hmm. And speaking of doing it again. We're doing the surprise prize again. Surprise prize. Yeah. Liza, why don't you tell us about today's surprise prize? Today's surprise prize is another installment of the trivia show. The trivia show. That's the only I don't know sound I know. Let's go with the trivia show. What's what is today's trivia show? It's the same as last time, but different answers. Okay. Oh, okay. Where you have to guess which year from the time you went to high school. Okay. These things that happened. Okay. Happened. Okay. You ready? Ready. Okay. Number one. Uh, MySpace was introduced to the internet. Mm, MySpace would be 2001? Eh. 2002. No, 1999. 1999? Yeah. Wow. Can you believe? MySpace. Not even everyone had a computer in 1999. No, No, I don't think so. Maybe like 2001 or two. Yeah. I'm going to lean away so you really don't really know I'm not looking at the piece of paper. Mm, Did you look at the... Oh, no, because you didn't get it wrong. Mm, Yeah. I got that one really wrong, so... (laughs) Um... You look like you're chillaxing, I'm holding chillaxing, your mic yeah. like you're. Mike is out of the stand, and so I'm holding it. It's and like I'm you're at a panel. Mm-hmm. So famous. <laughs> I can't wait to be interviewed and ask the next question for the panel. <laughs> okay, number two of this trivia show is a quote from uh, a movie. Do I have to guess the movie and the year? Uh, or do I guess the year and then a bonus point for the guessing the movie? So I'm going to give you the quote. Okay. And if you don't know the movie, okay. then I'll give you a hint of okay. an actor, the actor who said it. Okay. And then you can guess the movie and then you can guess the year. Okay. You may have just, you may just get the whole thing. In we'll one see. Group, but we'll see. The quote is, I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk them? That would be... Bobby D from Meet the Parents in 1999. Wow. Uh, no. Damn it. It is. It is Bobby D, a.k.a. Robert De Niro in Meet the Parents, the first one. He says that to, to Ben Stiller. Greg right? Fokker. Yeah. Ugh, I forgot that's his last name. The year was 2000. Ah, I'm sorry. I should have known you wouldn't have done two 99s in a row. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> it's like you know how to take a quiz more than you know the content. Yeah. That is, that it was is like, like high school. <laughs> that is That was like the way, because I am not very good at taking quizzes in terms of like remembering the things I'm supposed to remember for school, but it was like... Playing the system. I should yeah. know better than to think like it won't be... The answer won't be C two times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe it is just to trick you. Ah. <laughs> okay. 
this third and last one bit of the years that Andrew went to high school is something worldly and not popular, popular, popular culture. Wow. Europeans agree on a single currency, the euro. The euro. Wow. This is horrible that I don't know this. Um, Isn't it? You didn't grow up there. I know, but like, it feels like, <laughs> like, you know, in the way that like everybody knows who the president of the United States is and we don't know who like the leader of any other country is. Oh yeah. Like, I feel like this sort of knowledge would be maybe not like if like we all decide to switch over, like if we eliminated the penny, like I don't think that like everybody around the world will remember the year that we abolished the penny. That's true. <sighs> 2002. 1998 what yeah ah. i remember those were the days you you want to know a little bit about that yeah because so, the otherwise i was just going to talk about meet the parents so. <laughs> let's not <laughs> i did see it in theaters by the way of course you did uh, do you like ben stiller i don't dislike ben stiller okay um i i think that like the charm of him sort of wore off like mm-hmm. when he was doing like about Paul or all about Paul was it about Polly sure. or all about Polly, something like that along came Polly. Yes. Um, like when he had like maybe five movies in a row that came out mm-hmm. and you're just kind of like, he's doing the same mm-hmm. act over and over again where I think if he, if it were spread out more cause he did like the whole meet the parents trilogy and then there's three of them. Yeah. There's meet oh, the yeah, parents, meet-, meet the Fockers and little Fockers. Um, and then, you know, he did, uh, along came Polly mm-hmm. and Starsky and Hutch and oh, Zoolander. Yeah. And oh, it was just like, man. you know, Zoolander, I think was, a, is different because he's playing a different character than the normal Ben Stiller yeah. guy. But I think it was sort of like the fatigue of like, okay, we're, we get it. Mm-hmm. So I th- like, I do like Ben Stiller. I think he can be very funny. I thought the Ben Stiller show was funny. Oh, I've never seen that. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, it's like sketchy. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I think he's fine. Mm. I, I understand why people don't take to him very much. I but. feel like to me, Ben Stiller is like, has the same trajectory as um, Adam Sandler. Where it's like. I don't, I, I think the the difference is I don't think that Ben Stiller has officially overstayed his welcome. I think. <laughs> Did I say oh, that? Wow. Out loud? Did I say that out loud? Uh, I think you take that, that burn. I'll, you know what? <laughs> Damn, that that goes in the burn book. Um, you know, Ben Stiller has not made like offensively bad movies late in his career, like Adam Sandler has. Where That's like, true. I think that there are characters that Ben Stiller would probably be probably wouldn't play again today that he played, you know, earlier in his career. Whereas, like, I think Adam Sandler has really leaned into the like. I'm going to offend people with my that's characters true. and yeah. the things that I do. And like, that's fine. Like, you know, if he makes money and he's happy with that, then I guess that's okay. But like, I think that Ben Stiller has at least enough taste, maybe not taste, but like at least enough, like mm-hmm. compassion to say, like, I'm not going to offend people with characters. And, you know, he may, I think he does a little more producing now. Mm-hmm. Then he does acting. I think you're right. And he did uh, a couple more serious things. Yeah. Uh, Walter Mitty Walter was Mitty. kind of a weird movie. And, you know, uh, <laughs> have you seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty with Ben Stiller? Yeah. A weird, very long commercial for Papa John's Pizza. 
<laughs> like true. everywhere he goes, there happens to be a Papa John's. Like I think he That's ends so up in like weird. the he ends up in like Iceland, and yeah. he's like going down a mountain, and at the base of the mountain is a Papa John's, yeah. and it's like that's not the surreal part of the movie no that's true <laughs> that was like a real thing that happened to him in the movie so you're just like oh this isn't even the weird part yeah <laughs> that movie i don't know i'm very lukewarm about it i don't remember a lot of I it i think it's fine i remember feeling like oh i thought i was gonna hate this but this is all right it's all right yeah, yeah. I, it, but the tone of the movie is like all over the place and mm-hmm. i think that's it's one of those movies yeah there's there's so much like real stuff and so much very unreal stuff yeah that it, it you don't know what to expect and you're, you're like you're constantly thinking like is this real or is this not that's also got our boy adam scott in it right like he's playing kind of the dickhead in the office oh you're right and i really wanted i think like when i saw that movie i really wanted it to do well because it was like seeing Kristen wig outside of snl for mm-hmm. the first time for me anyways where i was like oh she's playing the love interest and like she's a good actress like mm-hmm. she you know she is i think one of the most gifted comedians of our time she is so funny Mm -hmm. but like seeing her do um walter mitty where she didn't really have much of a character but then like she was great in the skeleton twins with Mm -hmm. bill Hader, Mm -hmm. and i think she is capable of doing so much more but like when you are as like naturally funny as she is we have gone wildly off topic by the way but um but she is like such a talented person that i am yeah, I'm just I'm in awe of her. But you I know, really wanted too. I wanted Walter Mitty to do better because I was like, oh, I hope she gets more roles because God, she is so talented. Yeah, there's the whole like Sean Penn stuff. I think is probably the part that annoyed me the most. Maybe I don't more remember than him but, from the movie. Well, he's like obsessed with him. He the plays whole the time. guy. I, yeah, he plays the guy that he follows around. Right. I just I and had he, for, totally forgotten he was in that movie. Yeah, and it's it's a weird like he's not in awe of Sean Penn the person but you're also like mm, kind of yeah because it's almost like Sean Penn playing Sean Penn and yeah I don't know there's a lot of self-congratulatory stuff yeah. in there yeah. and I, I think that's probably and I think I went in there thinking like Ben Stiller is gonna annoy the shit out of me and turns out Sean Penn was worse and so <laughs> I was like oh Ben Stiller's not that bad yeah um one thing that I was gonna say about my comparison from Ben Stiller to Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler is also also I think Maybe it feels like Adam Sandler also like was way more popular for, you know, a few years. Like he peaked a yeah. lot higher than Ben Stiller, mm-hmm. but then like crashed and burned after that. I and feel, he's yeah. just like keep going with it. And he still has a fan base. Oh, like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's not like forgotten. Yeah. Versus Ben Stiller, like sure got more popular like early 2000, like late 90s, early 2000. But he kind of just stayed the same popular like if people liked him then they still like him now versus and if people didn't like him then they are not gonna like him now versus adam sandler was like everyone loved him and then after that everyone was slowly being like i don't know about this guy right i think the the in between between the two of them is will ferrell or like will ferrell more consistent he like well he peaked high and then I think the same thing, like so many movies of his came out in a row that all kind of reminded you of the same yeah. like character that he was doing, like semi-pro, like he was basically Ron Burgundy playing basketball. He's this like mm-hmm. weird misogynist, mm-hmm. gross guy. Mm-hmm. And or the dummy, the like elf dummy. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of played the same character over and over again. People got a little sick of it. 
but like he can do it really well. So right. like you're, you know, people will go see it, even though I think like his Sherlock Holmes movie, from what I've heard, is a disaster. Oh and, no. Um, people who plays, did not. Who plays the counter- counterpart? Uh, John C. Riley. And they're so funny together. Like oh, they yeah, are like good. They're step brothers. Yeah, step brothers and Talladega Knights. Like they they play off each other very well. It just seemed like it was maybe made like four years too late. And yeah, you know, like, I could see that. Like being like, it's it's a movie that was written four years ago, yeah. and then nobody picked it up the shelf, yeah. and then decided to make it. It's like too late. Yeah. Also, like we've seen so many Sherlock Holmes things. I know. And there's there was already a somewhat funny one with uh, RDJ Robbie Robbie Junior. What's his name? Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. <laughs> and um Jude Law. Jude Law. Jude Law. Which I've never seen those. Really? Yeah. They're okay. I don't love Jude Law. And I don't love Robert Downey Jr. So that I that think that's why like, I was that like, seems like two reasons yeah. not to see it. <laughs> um yeah, I you know, it's weird because like um when Jude Law cheated on his wife, um that was sort of in like In real life? In real life. Mm-hmm. Um, that was sort of the scandal at the time that people would be like, "Ugh, God, what a disgusting piece of shit. And then since then, we have found celebrities to do much worse than cheat on their wife. And But like because I think public opinion of Jude Law has stayed because you're just like, he just seems like kind of a gross guy. Mm. And not that like cheating on your wife is like a, ugh, you, you forget about it, you know, but sure. like we have found celebrities to do much worse things Illegal than cheat on their things, wife. Yeah. But like because Jude, I think that that feeling of Jude Law is kind of a skis stuck around yeah i don't know I he think... to me i think he is breathtakingly handsome like when he's on screen i am just like god he is something to look at he is mm. so handsome i will never understand that like That's i'm fair. not trying to like burn your candle or whatever like mm-hmm. i'm i'm just like confused how yeah. and why That's people fair. are so in awe of him and i just keep like trying to get it and i don't uh-huh and it's not like a benedict cumberbatch where i'm like i'm like well i'm not i don't think he's technically pretty but i think he has a lot of charisma that is foreseen uh-huh. as like this gorgeous human being I can't and he's we- an amazing actor i i think so but jude law doesn't i don't see those other parts and so to me i'm just like i don't get it he's just like a skeezy boring british person hmm. That's all I see with yeah. blue eyes. And yeah. I'm, I'm just like confused. He also, I think the very first role I've ever seen him in was AI. Oh, yeah. And I was a child for that. Mm-hmm. And he is a sex robot yeah. in that movie. And I think maybe that's like maybe in real where life that. That's why he cheated on his wife. <laughs> maybe. Sex machine. <laughs> and that might it's be in why. His programming. He can't help it. We have to feel sorry Robot for him now. We'll be robots. Yeah, <laughs> robots. Oh my god. Um, what were we talking about? Jude Law. Why you don't find before him attractive? that? Before that, interesting. Oh, the uh, the, the, the Sherlock <laughs> the Sherlock Holmes movies. I think. Oh yeah. And I, I think bo- and I think before that it was uh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, and before that it was Ben Stiller. <laughs> we were talking about Meet oh, the Parents. Oh, because of Meet the Parents. Yeah. Yeah, that was the surprise prize cool <laughs> what a great surprise prize um if you like this episode and other episodes you know where to find us that is goodtalkstudio.com mm-hmm. and also on your itunes app not for long not for long they're discontinuing itunes 
What do you mean? They're going to, well, I think like they will become separate things. Like iTunes is sort of like the hub for like your music, your podcasts, mm-hmm. your movies, All your whatever. Media. I think they're going to be separate apps. So you'll have a music app. You'll have a podcast app. You'll have a Oh, well, they have app. a podcast app, I guess, but they're trying to split everything out. Yeah. Okay, well, find us on the Apple product app that you can get podcasts <laughs> on. Uh-huh. And that entire sentence will be post or other Or <laughs> other podcasting apps. You can yes. find us on there, too. Like what? Downcast. Yeah. Uh, that's what I use. Or, uh... I don't know if we're Podbean? on Stitcher. We're, we're on not Podbean. on Stitcher. You gotta pay to be on Stitcher. Ugh. Yuck. Um, you can give us money if you want to, us to be on Stitcher. Yeah. But if I don't know how you do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> if you see us on the street just hand us a couple of bucks and we'll try and get ourselves on stitcher oh with that money. <laughs> so pathetic um you can find us on instagram at throwback to school and on facebook at throwback to school and you can review us on our website or on uh apple podcasts or on facebook or on facebook and you can leave us comments on ig if you leave us a review we'll read it on the air we'll read it on the air and guess what if you follow us on ig sometimes we post some very fun instagram stories yeah, yeah, yeah. so you get that is a little bonus and it's free to you and it's free to you what a plus <laughs> that you, that content is all free no moolah no moolah uh-uh. no euros needed hey speaking of euros um let's let, go get some um gyros yeah yeah some middle eastern sandwiches <laughs> um that'll do it for us for this time okay see you tomorrow, see you tomorrow. bye